Welcome to the Christian Wealth Podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth, and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this episode with your host, Alex Cook. Alex, special welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Great to be back with you for the last one of the year. Hard to believe. Flies is, by. Yes, time flies by and there uh, been some great topics that we've covered through the year. And here we are. Yes, last update with Alex Cook for the year. And we want to get a bit of a focus on what we do to look forward in preparation for 2023. And uh, while listeners might have a question that they'd like to offer on 1-800-316-316, uh, let's start with what you might think 2023 might look like, Alex Cook. Yes, well, it's always a bit of a dangerous thing, as you know, trying to predict the future. As I've I always warned people, never, never listen to anyone who's trying to predict the future, <laughs> um, particularly when it comes to economics. Um, but look, uh, the way things sort of seem to be unfolding globally uh, is uh, sort of a, we seem to be heading towards recession. Uh, Australia has been, you know, enormously blessed in that sense. It hasn't really had a, a meaningful recession since 1990, you know, the famous Paul Keating the recession we had to have. Um, certainly America and Europe already looking like they're tipped into recession. Australia, it's more going to be driven by just how high the Reserve Bank goes with interest rates. Um, you know, it's no secret that many Aussies are under cost of living pressures at the moment. And if that uh, continues through further rate rises, then you would anticipate uh, recession seems to be uh, highly, highly probable. Um, of course, around the world, we're just seeing this continual instability. You know, there's massive political division going on around the world. Uh, you know, you only have to always, uh, I mean, it's it's sad to watch America, you know, where we're seeing the Twitter files being released at the moment. And just you can see the enormous uh, influence in social media that governments have been having over um, political and, and free speech, which is something that we as Christians should be deeply concerned by. So you are getting these enormous polarisation in society. And I think that's very problematic. Um, I guess the big one that everyone wants to know is where interest rates are going to go from here, though. And I, I tend to think that whilst we're anticipating a few more rate rises, I wouldn't be surprised if the Reserve Bank is forced into a position where it may have to either stop raising them or even if they do trigger a recession, they may even have to reverse course I'd be highly doubtful that we'll ever see the same low rates again that we've seen, you know, six months ago. But certainly um, rate rises will hopefully slow down because I know, once again, a lot of Aussies who are heavily indebted would be very much hoping for that. And, of course, the other interesting thing that's been you know, all over the media in the last week is what the government, uh, federal government is doing in terms of trying to put price caps on, on gas, on gas prices and energy in general. Um, you know, I'm generally not a big fan of intervention, but my deep concern is with energy prices skyrocketing and these gas companies are making out with, you know, enormous profits, um, whilst Aussies and in particular Aussie businesses as well, that employ us, um, are under huge pressure. So it's going to be very interesting to see if they can get those prices under control and, uh, and uh, you know, the cost of living pressures start to ease hopefully by the middle of next year. So it's going to be a very interesting uh, year. Um, I think I have a feeling it's going to be more tumultuous, though. This year was a very volatile year, and I suspect uh, next year isn't going to be much different. 
Well, when you characterise the year ahead with all of those different dimensions, you know just how complex it is and how sophisticated it is Mm. to try and navigate your way forward. Uh, Lots of us who aren't into the details on all of that, uh, the effects that can happen on an economy and what that might do to our own savings, to the bills that we'll face, uh, to our job security even. Uh, Lots of us are going to make some New Year's resolutions about our finances. And, uh, you know, we might be spending up big again at Christmas time and facing a debt hangover in January. Uh, Give us some insights here into, Alex, uh, into how we might be able to uh, just uh, soften the the blow uh, of, of what might be coming with spending up big at Christmas. Yeah, look, I always say to people, one thing I'd love to see in Australia is a sort of a transformation in the way we view debt. Um, the Bible never paints debt as a sinful activity, but it does really paint it as a, as a wisdom issue. And, uh, you know, Australia is now the second most indebted nation on earth at a household level. And so we've, we've really embraced it with gusto. It's kind of the buy now, worry later kind of mentality. We, we, we want everything now in our consumer-based culture. So I'd love to see that um, really challenged and for us to really uh, avoid credit as much as we can and, and really have a, a savings mentality because the way ultimately for a society to prosper is to save and invest, whereas what Australia and indeed the West in general has come over the last 30 years is borrow and consume. So we need to change back from borrow and consume through to save and invest. And I think that will have a really positive long-term impact uh, on the economy. So, yeah, so my, my view as you know, we face Christmas over the next couple of weeks, try and minimise the debt as much as you can so that you're starting next year uh, with as little debt as possible. <laughs> you know what, that might be a New Year's resolution for some of us on how we're going to approach the debts that we might have. Here's an interesting one for you, Alex. If you're making a contrast between what you might say is a New Year's resolution that you might say with a smile on your face, you might say, I've made, I've made these years in a row and uh, something always fails in January, about late January. Uh, but uh, there must be some way that uh, you know our faith and a biblical understanding of finance might contribute to how a resolution or a plan for the new year might actually get some traction. Any thoughts here on how we might start a new year strongly? Mm, 100%. Well, look, I think one of the things that as believers we really need to do is dedicate our finances to God um, and involve him in, in all the key decisions. You know, the Bible tells us to pray continuously. You know, prayer should be, you know, part and part, a daily a thing we do every day throughout the day morning, night, etc. And so, uh, and because money is obviously such a big part of our lives, in a sense, it's the reason, you know, most people get up in the morning to go to work of some sort to earn money, to spend money, etc. is we really want to involve God in that process. And, and really, my view is you hand over your finances to God, dedicate it to him, uh, surrender it to him. Uh, because ultimately, you know, as scripture tells us, really everything that we have belongs to him anyway. And of course, um, you know, we're going to give an account for how we've used the money that he's given us. So to me... I think we might have... uh, can do. Sorry, Alex, you're dropping out there. Have we got you? Yeah. 
Sorry? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. I've You've been rattling away. Is it? You, 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 missed, you missed out some of it. <laughs> okay, we just missed about it's the last sudden. 20 seconds. But look, we're talking about, you know, what we do uh, to make a plan that we have get some traction and, you know, we might be setting some goals and writing those things down. We might want to involve God in our finances in a way perhaps we've never done before. What about some of the practical things we might do, starting strongly uh, with a good financial base for 2023? Yeah, look, one of my favourite things to, to encourage people to do is to automate your finances. So if you start the year and you have particular giving goals and you have savings goals and even debt repayment goals, is you can actually automate those things, you know, automate your giving to the various, you know, to your church and to, to organisations you're giving to, automate your saving, you know, switch your money, flick it so as soon as you get paid, it automatically goes into a, you know, a high interest type account, you know, out of sight, out of mind as quick as you can. Uh, and, and likewise, uh, we can do that with our long-term saving as well. So there's lots of things we can do to automate our finances. Because if there's a key message that I'd want people to 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 leave with for, for next year is whilst it's important to have the, the right mindset, you know, the biblical mindset, the way you behave with money is going to determine your long-term outcome. So it's really important here that we not only get our thinking right, you know, we think biblically, but we can also get our behaviour right. So try and, you know, cut out all the consumer credit um, and, and focus more on saving and automating your finances um, so that you can get ahead and, and, and prosper. But also be intentional too about your giving. You know, as believers, we want to be generous, and we talked on that last week. Now's a great time to automate uh, some of that generosity. That doesn't mean you don't take advantage when God puts a, a giving opportunity in your lap. That doesn't mean you don't take it just because it's not part of your automation, but you step out in faith, obviously, at those times and give it above and beyond as well. So there's lots of things we can do uh, to start strongly. Um, but, yeah, great one is obviously set your goals and then automate automate your plans. I liked what you said about having a biblical mindset. And it strikes me as though, uh, you know, sometimes people might feel like, well, I'm a Christian, I have a biblical mindset. It's all about giving. And sometimes uh, they can feel as though that's, you know, it's not so exciting as uh, some other mindsets might be. But a biblical mindset, not really about failure at all, because when we talk about that word blessing, aren't we talking about God's desire for our success in the things we put our hands to? What sort of encouragement do you have? And is there some sort of biblical foundation that we might rely on for having a good outlook coming to 2023? Oh, 100%. And look, just to, to encourage people, there's two verses I love. One is Matthew 6.33, uh, where he says, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So in other words, as a believer, we need to prioritise God's kingdom in all that we do, not just finances, but in all things. And then the second verse, which really taps into kind of what you were alluding to there, Neil, and that is around the blessing issue, and that's from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, one I love to quote, and that is that, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things... At all times, having all that you need, you'll abound in every good work. So one of the challenges I'd put out to listeners, to, to, just to encourage you, is to think about the good works that you can achieve for God with the money that he's blessed you with. You know, God is a God of abundance. You know, you know, we're talking earlier about recession and things like that, and that makes people nervous or a bit 
negative. But the reality is there is no recession in heaven. God is able to bless you throughout, you know, troubled times. And he has a plan to do so. And by making sure that you have what you need, but not and but then you have a surplus above that so you can do good works. So that is, you know, the Christian life is very much one of, okay, we know we're not saved by works, but we are called to do good works and we can do good works uh, with the uh, with the money we have and achieve great things uh, for God. So uh, a lot to look forward to for 2023. So a positive, optimistic outlook and not because all of the economic factors seem to point to a good year ahead, but because... We have faith in God and we have faith in his ability to bring blessing into the lives of those who are obedient followers of him. Alex Cook, it's been a great year. I want to say thank you so much. A special honor to you and uh, to your family who give you up at this time each week and uh, your opportunity to be able to speak into the hearts and lives of listeners. Uh, Really wonderful biblical wisdom that you've been able to bring through the year around finances. So uh, a special thank you for making the time to share these with listeners this year. Look, it's that's my absolute pleasure, Neil, and it's a real privilege uh, to be able to do that on air with you guys. And uh, so, I want to thank you and the Vision Team for you know allowing me to share God's Word on air. It's uh, it's an absolute honour, and I really do pray that it touches lives and leads leads to you know stronger families, stronger finances, and of course, uh, a great kingdom outcome. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Well, Alex is the founder of Wealth With Purpose. Connect with Alex on his website, wealthwithpurpose.com. Lots of free resources there available. You can follow Alex on Facebook and on Twitter. And there's an Ask Alex at wealthwithpurpose.com email as well. And uh, we'll follow some things through again in the new year as we do some more on biblical finances and Uh, Alex Cook, just wonderful getting your insights as always. Thank you so much for a great 2022 and God's richest blessing on you as you approach Christmas with your family and 2023, the year ahead. Thanks for being with us on 2020. Thanks, Neil. God bless you.